What it do, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy E Money, also known as EA Sports 718 on Twitter. And this is the next episode of Past Day Prime Sports Podcast, episode 10. Let's get it started. Let me introduce the other hosts here. This is your boy Slime, aka Miles G. Follow me on Twitter, M.914. M D O T914. It's the same on Twitter and Snap. What it do, what it do. We got a busy sports season right now. We're in the middle of the NBA Finals. Memorial Weekend just passed. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of my drives Memorial Weekends. Yeah, I can't say the same. <laughs> Went out to Vegas for a bachelor party. Well, there was no specific bachelor party like throughout my time there, but the whole trip was the bachelor party, and it was lit. One big-ass lituation. Okay, okay. Vegas Memorial. So you was out there with the stars with Khaled, Diddy, and everybody. Yeah, I went to one party with Khaled, DJ. It was lit. Like, it was... I'm not gonna lie. I can't say how lit it was because I don't remember the whole party. <laughs> but it was... When I remember, it was a good time. Okay. And I seen, um, I seen James Harden and Morris Twins getting dead from the same party that I was at. So I don't know what they star power looking like right now. But the overall, the trip was good. I know that party had to be lit. That was the Rick Ross pool party. Okay, okay. Yeah, my weekend was really real chill. This past weekend, didn't do much of anything either. Met with my financial advisor and he told me to chill. <laughs> I don't know how he can do that when it's about to be a New York summer. You know, the summer's underway in New York. La Marina all summer. I've yet to go still. I'm, I'm playing, right? Really wild. And I went there, I'm, the first time I went there was last summer. I went there July 4th weekend. And I went there on, what was it? I think it was like Saturday and and Monday. It was a good time. Yeah? Yeah. How good? That shit was, <laughs> that, that shit was the, the brunch bounce at La Marina last July 4th was the best party of July 4th weekend last year. I'm definitely going back this 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 year. I think, that's, I think it's on um, July 1st. Oh, you co-sign them? Yes, absolutely. I, I can't co-sign all the events, but the brunch balance on July 4th weekend, that shit was lit. Like, that was that was by far the best party I went to that whole weekend. A lot of talent? Yes. That, that shit was a movie. It, it wasn't at La Marina. It was, at, it was on the La Marina beach, and it was flooded. Oh, you pulled up on a yacht? Like, French? Nah, my money not that long, bro. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see you shining. <laughs> <laughs> Cat's got the lemon heads and the gold <laughs> chain. Oh, he tucking it in now. He fronting now. We're going to have to bring enough video footage for y'all. There's going to be a lot of fright going on because they know it's only all wax. So I'm like, yeah, got it. Mind you, just came back from Vegas on Memorial. Yeah, that shit was lit. Oh, by the way, I need to congratulate Colin and Vanessa on their marriage. That, that was the best part that we went out there for. for their wedding. Well, their marriage. The wedding was on Thursday night. That was a good ass wedding. It was beautiful. Okay, okay, okay. This past weekend, real light for you? Yeah, like, what's that? I went to a fundraiser on Saturday at Elmont. It was for the Ladies' Wedding Organization for Sheltered Women and Children. Okay. And that was going to be some heady punch for that for that event. Heady punch was a hit. Believe me, if you need some handy punch, holler at me on Twitter. M.904. We can negotiate prices and all that. So what you saying? You got the handy punch of the summer? Yours yeah. is number one? Yeah. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> there was no hesitation in his <laughs> voice. His mannerism, nothing. Yeah. He said, yeah. 
If you want the Henny Punch, if you want to get right this summer, holla at your boy. All right, all right, all right. I hear it. So, you know, we're going to get right into it. Let's get this episode started. Yo, Slime. Yeah. What's good, player? Ain't nothing, man. About to record the Past Day Prime podcast with the Brodies. Yo, the last one was fire, my nigga. What you got for this week? All right. And today's episode, as usual, we're going to touch on a few topics, get a little debate going, and as normal, we're going to go into our alternative facts and Past Day Prime segment. But our first topic that, you know, I want to touch on, a lot of people... Let me not say people, a lot of fans of the NBA have been complaining about the parody and Kevin Durant going to the Warriors. The regular season was trash. The playoffs was trash. We all knew this was going to happen. It was going to be Golden State versus Cleveland. And it hasn't been an enjoyable season to watch. So I'm going to bring it to the floor. I'm going to give my two cents on there if you care to listen. If you're listening to this, I'm assuming you are. <laughs> And, you know, we're going to go back and forth on this. Personally, if you ask me, as just a pure basketball fan, these past two seasons have been one some of the greatest seasons I've seen. This past season alone, we see a man get a triple-double done, which hasn't been done since 1962. Facts. By Oscar Robertson. Russell Westbrook averages 30, 10, and 10 for the season and played in 82 games. Mm-hmm. It was 81. 80, no, I'm sorry. He missed one. I apologize for that. He definitely, definitely, definitely missed one. So 81 out of 82 games, average a triple-double. The Thunder are 45 and 37. Who would have thought that Kevin Durant leaves Oklahoma City Thunder and Russell Westbrook would propel them to a 45-37 record and a competitive first-round series against the Houston Rockets? You can't even just say Kevin Durant left. It's, it's arguably the second-best player in the league. And, like, so they lost the second best player in the league, and they were still, what, the sixth seed in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. That tells you something about how good the man Russell Westbrook is. Good enough to be this year's MVP, if you don't agree. Or do you? I... <laughs> mm, I don't like that doubt in his voice. <laughs> I want Westbrook to win, but just the fact when the voting came out for the all-NBA teams, and Harden had all the votes, I think he had 100 votes, Westbrook had 99 or whatever whatever it was. I know Harden had all of them, and Westbrook, one person didn't vote for Westbrook. That made me think that Harden is going to be the MVP. Even hmm. though I want Westbrook to be the MVP, that 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 they're, that voting for the All-NBA first team, it made me think that the voters for the, the voters think differently. If, if I hear anything different on June 22nd, then Russell Westbrook is the... Most valuable player in the NBA, Drake, I need you to do something about that. I need you to cause a ruckus. I need you to be like, nah, I can't I can't repeat this. Somebody else gotta present this award. I can't do it. Nah, that's not for Drake. That's for old Kanye to do. Old Kanye. Whew. It's been a long time since we've seen that man. Let's not even let's not even get started on him. <laughs> let's not even get started on him. But to to elaborate on that, Russell Westbrook is averaging a triple double. James Harden is averaging twenty-eight points. 11 assists and 8 rebounds, damn near triple-double, and the Houston Rockets are number two seed. Isaiah Thomas is averaging 28 points, 6 assists, 3 rebounds. The Baltimore Sox got the number one seed, which nobody could have uh, predicted before the season began or as the season went on. But there's an asterisk next, next to the Celtics' number one seed. Is there an asterisk? Yes. Because the, the Why Celt- is that? The Celtics had the number one seed because LeBron was okay, but the Cavs not having the number one seed. Yes, I understand what you're saying, but I can't take away from 
what the Celtics did this season. Like, nobody's... If you would have said in August, yeah, Isaiah Thomas is getting 28 a night and they're going to be number one seed. Everybody would look at you like, come on, you know, can you can you read... Can you read us your stats again for me real quick? 28 points, 6 assists, 3 rebounds. He also got the LeBron flu in the playoffs. You gotta forget... You can't forget about that. Definitely did. He did... Yo, he... He's he's had one of the most historic seasons that I could that I, that, that I've actually witnessed for a guy that's five nine too, yeah, nah. and he was in MVP talks up until they got washed up by Cavs at home. That's when I said, "All right, let's let's get off the Boston bandwagon." But even with that, LeBron James averaging twenty six points, eight rebounds, eight assists. Great season. Kawhi Leonard twenty five points, five rebounds, three assists. Steph and KD each averaging twenty five or better. Steph with four rebounds, six assists. KD, eight rebounds, four assists. Guys, I don't know what we want. I know we all millennials and we want everything now, now, now. But this is what we're getting. We're getting now, now, now. Like, this is pure offense that we're seeing. We haven't seen anything like this in about five to eight years. We have the point guard position is the most heaviest as I've ever seen it right now. Like, if your starting point guard is not... Liable to get 20 and 10, it might be a long night for your team that night. Facts. <laughs> and I feel like the only time where you need a point guard to win unless you have LeBron James. And LeBron's kind of your point guard. Not even that you need a point guard to win. Your point guard needs to be competitive. If he's not competitive, then you stand no chance. If he could at least hold the fort down and be competitive, he may not be the greatest because right now point guard is heavy. I would say... Probably three of the top five players right now, point guards in the NBA. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> you don't agree? Nah. You don't think Russell, Steph, and, uh, well, I'm calling James Harden as a point guard, or should, or, or I shouldn't. I mean, so who's the top five then? Because you got LeBron, KD, Kawhi. That's three right there that don't <laughs> I forgot about my son, Kawhi. <laughs> I forgot about my son Kawhi. He's definitely top five. You know what? That's a conversation for a different day, a different topic. <laughs> We're not going to get, get into that too much. But also the playoffs, as I can remember, even the first round. Remember when we in Atlanta? We go to, um, what's that spot we, we went to? Whiskey Tavern? Yeah. <laughs> Whiskey Tavern. <laughs> Out in Buckhead. Come back to see Marcus Saul hit the game winner in the playoffs. Oh, <laughs> you see? Oh, <laughs> Wasn't that a game to watch? Yes. <laughs> they were yes. going at it. Yes. You feel me? I, th I think when people, people are mad about the parody, I think the, the, it's not really about the other teams. It's more about the top. It's about... It's, it's two teams, though. And the team, the first year they won the championship, um, alluding to the Golden State Warriors, they hadn't won in 40 years. The fans were even booing the owner when they traded Monte Ellis for Andrew Bogut. They end up winning the championship. Then the next year, LeBron James and the Cavs do the unthinkable Come and win the championship for the first time in Cleveland history. What are, what are we looking for? Before, it used to be Lakers, Spurs, and a sprinkling uh, Eastern Conference team, which usually be Miami or Detroit. Yeah, and then it's like, when you look at the like the 90s, weren't the, the, the Pistons went back-to-back -back in 88, 89, 89-90? Yes. 89-90? Yeah. So there were four. There were four teams on the championship throughout the whole nineties: the Pistons, the Bulls, the Rockets, and the, and the Spurs. Yeah. So I don't. I, I don't get. <laughs> I don't get about the. I don't understand. I think people are just really can't get over the fact, which 
I probably, I'm, not even probably, I, I definitely don't respect Kevin Durant going to the Warriors. But as a basketball fan. He a sucker. Straight up. You can't beat him, join him? But as a How basketball fan, I have to appreciate what I'm seeing. Granted, during the regular season, if a Warriors game went past halftime, I was really interested in watching it because I knew what the outcome was going to be. I knew what I was going to see. But I still have to appreciate it as far as a basketball fan, the level of offense that's being played by the Warriors. And as Draymond Green would say, I think we have to just sit, sit back and appreciate greatness. I always say don't be a prisoner of the moment, but at the same time, we got to enjoy this moment and say, yo, this is some of the best basketball we've seen in a long time. I can't say the same likewise for Cleveland because I think the Eastern Conference teams, for some reason, they don't play to their potential and it bothers me. Part of it is injury. I don't know what it is, but every playoffs, Kyle Lowry got some kind of injury and he needs mm-hmm. to go decompress. <laughs> I think this year he needed to, de- to go decompress and he decided not to. I don't know why. I think he just caught the LeBron flu. I mean, it's kind of contagious when you're facing, when you're facing LeBron in the offs. I don't know. I think KD about to catch it soon, too, in the finals. The, it's hard pump Kool-Aid. Ooh, okay, okay. We go, we gonna, we gonna get to that. We gonna get to that. Little game one recap, because KD definitely came out hungry. Yeah. But yeah, just in closing, I just think that we have to get away from everything is so now, now. We got on demand. Now you can download <laughs> Netflix episodes to your phone and watch them on the flight. You can get them ASAP. You can watch ESPN now. Everything is now, now, now. You see you see some rapper on Instagram with a $300 chain and the jewels on. you like, yeah, I want that now. Not knowing that everybody who's really flourishing right now might have put in work for a very long time. Facts. So you got to pay your dues. You can't skip the line. As 2 chains, come on. A man been out as Teddy Boy for 10 years, and now he's just getting on. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And then also with the parody, and, and as you just alluded to, you have you have to pay your dues. There's a lot of young up-and-coming teams right now. Like the Timberwolves. I see the Timber the Timberwolves. They haven't made the offshoot. I know I know Eve's gonna bring that up, but they haven't made the offshoot. But the Timberwolves are next. Like in terms of like the whole the whole, like, the team the teams that are gonna be good when the Brown retires. The Timberwolves are right there. The Bucks are right there. I wish I knew how old Damian Lillard was so I could say the Blazers are right there. But I don't, I don't know. Like they don't really play a lot of defense up in Portland. But um, I'm trying to think what other teams are right there. Which I gotta address, Damian Lillard. You're my guy. Probably one of my top three, top five favorite point guards in NBA right now. But you and CJ McCollum, y'all got to strap up a little bit. A little bit. The Suns. The Suns are a nice young team with some talent on there. Devin Booker dropping 70. I forgot I forgot the boy name, Marquise Chris, who tried to tangle up Porzingis. I need him to play Porzingis more often because he awoke the beast. I remember that game. But, like, so you got a lot of young teams that are up and coming that are gonna, they're going to be there when the Brown retires. And in terms of, like, the parity with Golden State, I can't see them keeping everything together in terms of I think Clay's about to dip. I think as soon as Clay's contract is over, I think he's gonna dip. He's gonna someone's gonna throw him max contract. He's like he's not gonna be able to refuse it. You think so? Yeah. I think I, think, I mean the situation right now is real conducive. You got four all stars. Y'all liable to make the finals every year y'all together. You're gonna leave that for the what if? I, I don't mean, know if you're gonna because you saw because you saw Harry Barnes, my guy, do it. Clay's better than Harrison Barnes though. He is. So you can't even compare the two. I can compare the two in the sense that they were on a championship team and decided to leave. Well, Harrison, I think he had no choice he once KG choice. came. He didn't have a choice. <laughs> yeah. But, but I think that, like, I think that someone's going to throw Max Offer at Clay, and it's going to be, 
it's gonna be an offer he can't refuse. Like so, it's gonna be as long as they have Draymond, Steph, and Durant, they're they're still gonna be in the finals. Okay, I respect that. I respect that. And also, as far as the parody, like with this whole thing now thing, like it takes time to win a championship. You can't win a championship with a four year plan. Nope. It doesn't work that way. Nope. Sometimes you gotta like, take the long view. That's why I, I, I have the utmost respect for Danny Ainge. He said, "You know what? Yes, I have all these picks. I have a lot of young talent, but I'm not just gonna trade them to trade them because the public is saying that I need to get a star. I need to get somebody that's gonna help me win." Facts. And by what I mean, win is is he gonna help me get to a championship? If not, I'm not just gonna post a, a trade or sign in just because I need to. I'm going to do what's in the best interest for the Boston Celtics and not for the fans of the sport of basketball. Because mm-hmm. the fans that have you doing all types of foolishness and when they backfire, they'll blame you. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. And the Celtics are in a great position right now. They just got to the Eastern Conference Finals. Now they got the number one pick in this year's draft. Presumably a, a top four or five pick in next year's draft. So, I mean, they, they could do some things. If, if I was them, I'm, trading, I'm, tr- I'm trying to trade one of those picks Preferably next year's pick, and maybe like Marcus Smart or package somebody for Jimmy Butler. They should go in on all in on Jimmy Butler right now, if possible. Facts. Ask Chicago, what is it going to take for you to give us Jimmy Butler? I can't ask that question. I need, I need to come to them on offer. <laughs> so what's the offer? What's the offer you giving them? Next next year's Nets pick, Marcus Smart and Jay Crowder for Jimmy Butler. What if they say we want this year's pick? The next year's pick is off the table. Okay. <laughs> I hear a lot of pause in your voice. You're not comfortable with that. Nah, I kind of want this year's pick. Okay. But, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it. <laughs> but you have to tell them I'm going to call you back? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll get back to you on that one. But you risk, the, you, you, you risk the fact of him saying I need more when you call back. I mean, you're not getting more. So <laughs> it's over that. It's over. Like I, I don't need Jimmy Butler. I want, I want him. Of okay. Course, but. So, honestly, if I'm Boston, I'm waiting for Gordon Hayward. I'm telling him, listen, you saw what we did without you. We could do a lot more with you. No, What's they up? What? They could go to six games instead. Um, if they can get Gordon Hayward and another piece, it's a it's a discussion against LeBron right now. For years, I've been going against LeBron, but right now, I'm on his side, so I really don't think there's much you can do to uh, overtake him. But it's a conversation starter. If you got IT, Gordon Hayward, and Al Horford going against Kyrie, LeBron, and Kevin Love, that's a formidable matchup. I don't, I don't agree. <laughs> think- he don't agree because he hate on my guy, G. Hayward. I don't hate on G. Hayward. I mean... In the years past, what was it, two or three years ago, I thought Lance was better than him. But that was a mistake a lot of people made. But now, it's just like, a, Gordon Hayward, is, he's, not the Le, he's not the LeBron stopper. He's not. He's not equivalent to LeBron. He's like... He's a step. He's a step. He's a step below. Couple steps. It's like LeBron and everybody else. <laughs> and then it's like, Kawhi's a step below LeBron. He is. You're right. I, I, apologize. <laughs> I apologize. He's a couple of steps below. He's a couple of steps below. Speaking of LeBron, let's go into the game one that happened on Thursday night, man. Game one, <clears throat> Golden State Warriors, Cleveland Cavaliers trilogy. Third time they meet, first time it happens in NBA history. 
Golden State and Kevin Durant, Stephen Curry made a statement game one. They said, yeah, we're going to score about 110 a night and we're going to need y'all to match our energy or it's not going to be a competitive series. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, playing, playing against the Warriors, even without seeing game one, you you kind of know in order to beat the Warriors, you need to you need to score at least 115 in order to be competitive. To win, you probably need 120. Okay. I mean, just to give a quick synopsis on game one that everybody has been pointing out, I don't know what was going on, but what kind of transition defense were the Cleveland Cavaliers playing? There's no way Kevin Durant should have five or six dunks in the first half alone. I understand that y'all scared of the three and, you know, all of them could shoot her at a high clip, but you can't have the red carpet rolling out like that. I didn't know it was the Met, if it was the Met Gala or the NBA Finals <laughs> the way Kevin Durant was coming down the court. I thought, I, bro, we could have took about seven pictures by the time Kevin Durant got to the basket on that freaking paint. So, yeah, freaking, this is crazy. Jay Hart, Tristan Thompson, Kyle Corver, Channel Fry doesn't play. I don't know what that's about, Tyron Lue. The supporting cast, we, they need y'all to play. There's a check being cut every two weeks. I don't understand how I just go MIA. And I said before the series started, Tristan Thompson is the X factor for this series. Bro, you can't have zero points in three boards. I mean, on Twitter... JaVale McGee and Zaza Pachulia cannot outplay you. That's not acceptable. On Twitter, word was that Tristan Thompson caught the Kardashian curse. If, if he did cast the Kardashian coach, Chloe, friends of Chloe, whoever's listening to this that may be close to Chloe, it helps your brand if Tristan Thompson wins the chip. <laughs> Facts. So... Whatever you got to do to make this man comfortable and get him in a situation where he can play the game at the level that he needs to play so that the Cleveland Cavaliers can be competitive in the series, you got to make it do what it do. I know y'all know how to make it do what it do because y'all been having a show on for about five, six years. And I still don't know what the show is about. Wow. I just know. <laughs> I just know y'all have a show. Wow. I have no idea what that show is about. <laughs> I just know cameras follow y'all around. And I see celebrities on them, whether it be Kanye, now Tristan, before James Harden. Like, just make it do what it do. I don't want to see no outcome from Cleveland that we saw James Harden have last year because he was messing with Chloe. Chloe, friends of Chloe, if you're listening to this, make sure that Tristan Thompson is in tip top shape for game two. Game two is a must win because what I saw in game one, Kevin Durant is hungry and Stephen Curry is here. So. That's already two out of the four All-Stars that are already activated. We only know it's only a matter of time so Draymond get in the, get in the mix. Yeah. Hopefully he starts kicking people and he may miss a game or two. And get was, baited into a cake. In the words of Combs, once Draymond starts balking, it's over. But, I mean, I don't know if game two is a must win. I feel like... Must win. You think so? Must win. They cannot come back, come come back from a 3-0 deficit. But it'll be 2-0 if they lost game two. I understand that, but that's not good momentum going into game three. I think game three is more of a must win. That first game in that first game in Cleveland. They need to still win in Golden State early. Wait, before we You know what? We might need to save that for the next topic. But cause I want to know what do what do you have the series outcome being? I mean, yeah, we're gonna 
delve into okay, that. Okay. I'm just, you know, we just wanted to give a quick recap of game one. But yeah, J.R. Smith, Kyle Corver, Tyron Lue, you got to play Channing Fry. I don't know what that's what that's about. You got to play Derek Williams. Right. I don't understand coaches in the finals that sit their players. You have 14 people on this playoff roster. You have seven games left. It's all in now. We need all pieces of the link to work together. You all getting paid. If something's not working for a good 10 to 12 minutes, it's time to move on to something else and see what kind of other adjustments you can make. Don't be a prisoner of the moment and ride your hot stars. Not even hot stars, your regular subs. If the regular subs ain't getting it done, you got to go deeper to the bench. Don't be stingy. Don't be a David Black, Tyron Lue. Because I was so confused when David Black didn't want to play Sean Marion and company when they were getting done up by the Warriors and LeBron James was playing like he lost, like like his life was on the line. Like he lost one of his loved ones. <laughs> so right now, game two, as if you learn from game one, J.R. Smith, Kyle Corver, Deron Williams, Channing Fry, Derek Williams, everybody needs to play a part. The Cavs have a lot of specialists. That's the difference between the Cavs and the Warriors. The Warriors have all-stars and specialists within a sense they know how to run offense. Nobody on the Warriors is selfish. They all know, okay, this may be a good shot for me, but let's see what else we could get within this 24 seconds and get a better shot. Mm -hmm. Whereas the Cavs, they thrive on LeBron James and Kyrie Irving's activity and play a lot of isolation basketball with those two players and give out the kickout for the shooters. All the players I named, the role players I named, with the exception of Derrick Williams, are all shooters. And with the exception of Derrick Williams and Iman Shumpert, all shooters. So for game two, LeBron needs to find a way to still get his shooters activated and still create havoc in the paint. The Warriors did a good job of making LeBron just a driver and not being able to dish out to his teammates and get wide open threes. As we saw Kevin Love was shooting air balls, J.R. Smith looked confused in the memes that we saw. Like, wow, I didn't know Kevin Durant was on that team. I don't know where he been at all year. <laughs> but J.R. Smith's the finals. We need you to show up. Iman Shumpert, we're going to need you to be the sacrificial lamb and get use all those six fouls on Kevin Durant or Klay Thompson, whoever it is that you're guarding, or Steph Curry. Right now, LeBron, you got to guard KD. Usually, you have somebody that can take the majority of the series and go against the best player on the other team. But right now, LeBron, it's time. <laughs> this series right here, it's time for you to play shutdown defense. We need to see what you're made of. We know what you're made of, but we need to see how you rise to the occasion. You said it yourself, game one, Kevin Durant. He is your man. You need to see what's going on over there and make it the most difficult 30 that he's going to get. This game two. This game two, if you ask me, is a must win. We're going to go into our predictions right now. My prediction for this series, because I've said it before the series started, and I'm going to ride out. I'm rolling with LeBron, all in, defender land, Cleveland is seven. This game tonight at 8 o'clock p.m., by the time you guys listen to this podcast, hopefully I'll be right, but this is a must win for the Cleveland Cavaliers. They got to win this game. I got Cleveland Cavaliers in seven. Yeah, um, I got the Warriors in six. And in all honesty, 
I would say Warriors are five, but I respect LeBron. I respect, I respect LeBron too much to say he's only going to win one game. That's why I got Warriors in six. You sure about that? I'm positive. So Draymond not going to fuck it up? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, because he already had the incident already last year with um, kicking Steven Adams in the balls. So, But he hasn't had no other incident in this office. I feel like, I feel like the Warriors got it. Quick question. I hear you when you say the Warriors got it. Right now, the Warriors, they're not relying, but they're depending on Zaza Pachulia and JaVale McGee to keep balling at this rate. Do you have faith in those two players? I got faith in McGee. I don't have faith in Zaza. You have faith in McGee? Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, because... You he, let that block on LeBron uh, wow you during game one? I didn't see the block. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. But, like, but even so, like, JaVale McGee is... He's like an unfocused DeAndre Jordan. Like, he has the same exact... They're both this tall and He athletic. should be better than DeAndre Jordan. He should be. <laughs> because but, he can but, shoot free throws but, he, but, he, but he's not focused. Like, but he's... He has the so, how you know the focus is going to stay for the length of the series? Because Draymond's going to be balking. Okay. You don't think Draymond's going to be busy trying to, trying to strap up? Oh, no, with LeBron? Yeah. Shouldn't KD be going him? Like, small forward or small forward, isn't it? KD's not about that life. You know that. <laughs> KD, KD's not got LeBron James. We know that. They're going to hide him. They hide him. They hide Steph Curry. It's cool. I respect it. They're both MVP caliber players, but they're not going to play straight up on. The best player on uh, each team. I think Iguodala might be going LeBron then. He might. No, he will. Not even a might. He will. I don't think Draymond's going to have a lot of time going LeBron. Like, it might be sometime, like a couple okay. minutes here and there, but I don't, really, I don't think that's his, that's his assignment. I don't, think that, I don't think that's his worry. So you got Warriors in six. Yeah. So the Warriors are going to win on Cleveland's home court? Absolutely. Or they're going to win in Golden State? I think they're going to win. They're going to win tonight, and they're going to they're gonna lose one of them in Cleveland. And the Cavs are going to win one back and go into state. But I think they got it wrapped up. It's wrapped up? Yeah. Quick question, just as a segue to this. If the time comes and Golden State doesn't win the championship, what do you think should happen? Or what do you think, not, not, not what do you think should happen, what do you think is going to be the cause and effect of that? Um, I think KD catching the LeBron flu would be a cause. And then maybe like Steph gets hurt. I'm not gonna lie. Like if I was if I was Tyron Lue, who I don't know who the last one to, to clear the benches, but I'd be like, yo, go out there and close on KD. <laughs> so you want them to bring out the rubber or he close on to death? I don't understand. I don't know what he's talking about. The rubber or he close on to death. <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> the rubber or he close on to death. Everybody swore the rubber or was on the Spurs. And he clotheslined Steve Nash. I feel like Steve was, Nash looked like X-Pac in WWE. I the like, way he flew off that clothesline. I felt like it was a good, hard playoff play. Yeah, okay. Good, hard playoff foul. <laughs> yeah. that's, what, that's all it was to me. As Greg Popovich was saying, we don't care about the intent. We just got to look at the action. <laughs> the intent must have been a hard foul, but the action was way more than that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about any of that. But like, if I'm saying this, Shumper portrays this hood nigga. I'm like, yo, Shepard, go out there and I mean, earn your paycheck for me real quick. Does he? He's he's hood? He betrays it. I didn't know that. Rapping, going out with the hood girlfriend. Try to tell a bird. But anyway, <laughs> like, yo, I'll be like, yo, Iman, go out there and earn your check real quick. Hit him hit him with the clothesline from hell. If you need if you need to watch some WWE to get to get the move down, go ahead. I'll, I'll provide it for you. But make sure you make sure you take him out the series. 
Because after that, it's kind of a, it's kind of an even series again. Uh it, it it could be. I honestly think it's even now, but it's not even. It's not even. The Warriors could go Super Saiyan, and no other team in the NBA can go Super Saiyan. <laughs> so you don't. So 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 we quick. So we quick. We quick to forget the LeBron Super Saiyan and the Kyrie Super Saiyan. There was no. There was no LeBron Super Saiyan and Kyrie Super Saiyan. They had good games. <laughs> <laughs> they, had, they had good games. They, no. they had a great series. When, okay. they, they, when they were down 3-1, they had a great series. All right. There, there was no Super Saiyan. That's the, wait, so LeBron the year before was a Super Saiyan? That was close. That was like... Close? That was like LeBron K.O. Ken Chomps 10 type shit. <laughs> that was very close. But like, yo... In terms of that was Super Saiyan. If that's not Super Saiyan, then I've never seen what a Super Saiyan is super, in basketball. Super, super Saiyan would have been winning the series. <laughs> You feel me? For the series to even go six was crazy. Oh, With he, no Kyrie and Kevin Love. He, he, he went KO Ken times, like what, 25, 100, whatever you want to say. He didn't go Super Saiyan, bro. He went Super Saiyan. Nah, he didn't. I think you, I think you throw a little bit of hate. You sprinkle a little bit of hate on LeBron James' there's, name there, right there's now. There's no hate for LeBron in my heart. <laughs> okay. But, right now, <laughs> right now, the narrative you're telling says otherwise. He just didn't go Super Saiyan. <laughs> he definitely did. Super Saiyan's win. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, what are you saying? Super Saiyan. Sometimes they gotta they, they gotta level up to the next Super Saiyan level. LeBron didn't have that. He only had Super Saiyan one. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? But to say that it wasn't Super Saiyan is blasphemy. It's blasphemy. Fine. He needed to level up again, but he just didn't have that in him. You can say what you want. So then, so then the Warriors as a, as a team can go Super Saiyan, when no other team can go Super Saiyan. Okay. No, wait. If the Cavs, if the if the LeBron and company, if the company is hitting a trade pound, it could get it could get it could get real nasty. I've seen that. I mean, you could you could say ifs a lot of ifs. Like, okay, so if Clay goes, if Clay gets nasty, he he drops thirty in a quarter. What what are you saying? What are you saying? The Warriors are the only team that can go Super Saiyan. I'm gonna go back to my original point. The Warriors can go Super Saiyan, and no other team in the NBA can go Super Saiyan. Okay, I respect it. I respect it, but like I said, I'm rocking with the land right now. I'm hoping that King James shows us why we call him King James. Would you put money on on the Cavs? Chill, we're not gonna bring my personal <laughs> matters into this. Yes, have some, have some funds on LeBron James and company. A word? Yeah, but that has nothing to do with what I'm speaking to the people, the audience, about right now. In my heart of hearts, I still feel like Cleveland's going to win the series. Yes, I have some money on it, but let's not bring that into the podcast. Nah, I was going to, um, when I was in Vegas, I was going to bet on... I was going to ask you, you didn't do any gambling, did you? I did. I did a lot of gambling. Yo, Vegas robbed me. <laughs> Vegas robbed me right in front of my eyes. It was ridiculous. But, I mean, like, if they didn't rob me, I was going to put some money down on the Cavs. Because I feel like that was the only way to really win big. Definitely, definitely. Because like, I, I bet on the Cavs in, um, what was it, game five against the Celtics? The, the closing game? That was game five, right? Yes. Yeah, I put 100 on the Cavs. They won me 86 cash. That was cool. But, like, yeah. They, but if, but if, they win, if they win against the Warriors, they're the, they're the huge underdogs. Man. Really, I need to close, a.k.a. Jason Whitlock. I don't know why he wanted to take that role last episode. Use that room in Vegas. Stop playing. We out, boy. Come on. Yeah, I definitely, I'm definitely trying to go to Vegas again for New Year's. Uh, but, um, you know, on another note, we both gave our predictions. He got Warriors in six. I got the Cavs in seven. If anything, check out Sout on Past Day Prime on Twitter. 
and we'll give you more updates as far as what our final predictions is for the different panelists on the podcast. And we're going to take a little 20-second time out and go into our next segment. She's coined a new term for the times we're living in. Brace for it, parents of America. Alternative facts. Alternative facts. What are those? Oh, what? Alternative facts? Lies. We fits. Also known as stereotypes or false news. And we're back with our alternative facts segment. <clears throat> you know, we uh, elaborate on what the media, the public says is actually a fact and we deem an alternative fact. So with our first alternative fact, we're going to go to Slime with it. Let me know what it is. I've been seeing a lot of like um, tweets on ESPN or Fox Sports. A lot of stuff about how this Warriors team is great. And some people have even said, I think Tyron Lee even said this is the best team he's ever seen. I feel like this, my alternative fact is that this, this Warriors team is the best team ever. I'm not a believer in that. <clears throat> I feel like the, um, I feel like the, seven, the, the 96 Bulls team, the one that won 72 and 10, I feel like they would beat this Warriors team in the seven game series. I feel like you put LeBron, you put, uh, wow, you put Jordan on KD, you, you put Pippen on Clay, on, on Steph, and then everything changes. And then on top of that, my, my cousin said it earlier, my cousin Solomon said it earlier, who's guarding Jordan? I mean, Clay Thompson will be the sacrificial lamb. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a believer in that this Warriors team is the best team ever. I, I, in all honesty, I don't even know if they would beat the LeBron and D-Wade Heat teams. Yes. They would. Yeah. Why? Why do you think that? Because they, they have shooters. That was LeBron and D-Wade and in their prime. Yes. I just think the shooters that the Warriors got would have told them relax. <laughs> <laughs> That firepower back there. Mario Chalmers versus Steph Curry. That's rough. That's rough. That's very, very, very rough. You know LeBron and D-Wade to Steph. Even if they are, it's still rough. We're talking about a back-to-back MVP. That's not a regular guy. Arguably, not even arguably, personally, I think he's the best shooter of all time. So how do you feel about this Warriors team against, against that Bulls team? You think which, team? which your Bulls team? Uh, 96 Bulls? Yeah. The Bulls win. Bulls win, but it's going six or seven. Probably going six. I think seven. Yo, Jordan never faced the faced the game seven in the finals. I don't think it, I don't think it would change. I it. think I, nah, I think I think I think this one you got to go seven. I don't think so. Yeah, because I don't even remember who his point guard was. When Ron he, Harper. Ron Harper when they played the Jazz. Ron Harper, Ron Harper will go out Clay. No, he's going to Steph. Nah, Jordan's going to Steph. Either Jordan. So Pippen Ron Harper's going to Clay. Either Jordan or Pippen is going to Steph. That's a lot of work that Ron Harper's getting. On Clay? <laughs> yeah, a lot of work he's gonna he's gonna receive. Clay gonna have to average like fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the way Clay is right now and what Ron Harper was back then, it's not it's not a good matchup. It's not a good matchup for Ron Harper. He's not built for that. He's not running through all those screens, getting his hand <laughs> up. He's not doing all of that. I think I think it's going six. I respect it, but I also agree with you. There are a few teams that I will put ahead of the Warriors. I think the Warriors are in my top five, though, as far as teams that I've seen. I want to say Showtime Lakers, Larry Bird, Celtics, and Michael Jordan Bulls and the Bad Boys Pistons may be better than these Warriors squad. 
And, then, and also the Spurs uh, with Tim Duncan, Manu, and Tony at their prime. So it might be top six. Second Kobe was nice too. but I don't, I don't think they're beating this Warriors team. You, you, but you know what? Because I feel like that's really about stuff because nobody is guarding Shaq. Drake, <laughs> Shaq is averaging 50 in Draymond guarding him. <laughs> Barbecue chicken. Like, what, what are you talking about? They want to play small against, the, against Shaq in his prom? Yeah, you can't. <laughs> but they will take advantage of him missing free throws. Yeah. I think that will come back to bite them. <clears throat> because Kobe can't do everything. He can, but it, it just wouldn't work with that with that with that mm-hmm. backcourt. Yeah. That backcourt, those Splash Brothers man, arguably in my personal top three favorite favorite backcourts to watch to watch play. It doesn't make any sense that the type of things that these guys could do out Probably there. Probably top one. Steph yeah. Steph is like the only player that I've ever seen where it's like, yo, once he crosses half court. You, you have to. You, 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 you got to see what's going on because <laughs> <laughs> he's liable to say yeah, that's water, and one too. If you hit, if you hit his elbow, the ref might say, "Yo, you, you touched, you touched his elbow." Though I got to call that. <laughs> I can't forget when I came home from wherever I was on a Saturday night, and Steph rose up in front of Scott Brooks and said, "This is game <laughs> against the Thunder." That was two steps after half court. I never see anything like the that. The Roberson? Yeah. That was and Roberson was strapping up. That was nasty. That was nasty. <laughs> was that in was his ground. That was nasty. There's no better defense you could play. You could you could you could play than that. No, he was. I remember the play. Roberson put his hand a while late. I remember that. I remember I remember as soon as I, as soon as I saw Steph jumping the ball to the court, they were like, yo, he's gonna, he's gonna go top. Like, Steph's not going to timeout. <laughs> Pulled up two steps from half court. As soon as I saw the gather, Roberson's hand was still near his side. I was like, uh-oh. What does Mark Jackson say? Hand, Hand down, down, man down. down. <laughs> Yo. And mama, there goes that man. Yo. There that... goes that man, Steph Curry. So cold-blooded. So cold-blooded. But, um, okay. It's the first alternative fact. Mm-hmm. My alternative fact is, it is June. We didn't see an NFL starts in March. And Colin Kaepernick still doesn't have a team they can call his place of employment. What's going on here, guys? Colin Kaepernick doesn't 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 deserve a job in the NFL. Is this about football or is this about the stance he took? It's definitely not about football. <laughs> it's not it's not about football. Yo, then did, did you see that that um the, the what, what's the head Mara name? Whatever this nigga's name is. The Giants owner, John yeah, Mara. Yeah, he he said something about how the teams don't want the backlash from from signing Kaepernick. Like yo, fam, you the same dude that backed the kicker who who who. Said he fucked up his wife. <laughs> like what? This doesn't even make sense right now. So, so someone, so someone taking a did he take a knee? Or did he? He took a knee, right? First, well, he, first, sat, first he sat, and then he took a knee. So, then he took a knee. So this is worse than then. To bring awareness to the social injustice that is going on in this country between blacks and Caucasians, as you can see, if you've been paying any kind of attention, a lot of the black race has been gunned down, tried unjust. Just having different things going on. Even LeBron James is not even privy to it. He's probably the most significant athlete that's in the limelight right now. Right. His house in Los Angeles was vandalized with the with the word nigga. And if you don't know what we're talking about, the injustices, go and watch the documentary on Netflix called The 13th. That's all I got to say about that. But back to this Giants owner. This is the same. So taking a knee... Sitting down during the pledge of, during the national anthem, my fault, not the pledge. It's worse than having a grown ass man saying, "Yeah, I fucked my wife up." 
I don't understand. I don't see the. I don't see. I don't see the relation. I don't see how what Kaepernick is doing is worse than what anyone else is doing in the NFL. Kaepernick is a good ass dude. Did Did you see? Um, I think it was like a week or two ago. He was he was standing in front of I think the parole office, giving out suits to, to um to ex cons so, yeah. so they can get jobs. Mm -hmm. But all everyone is only stuck on oh he wasn't singing the national anthem. This is fucking idiotic. President Trump didn't even put his hand over his chest for the national anthem. His wife had to nudge him like, yo, fam, you wildin'. This doesn't make sense to me. Definitely doesn't make any sense. Colin Kaepernick is still not signed. Visited Seattle. I didn't hear anything about a contract. Spike Lee was premature. Because if I'm Spike Lee, I'm thinking, all right, he went there. You know, he about to sign a contract. It's lit. So Spike Lee threw the Instagram post out there, and they told him, yo, chill. He didn't get signed. What did Spike though. Lee do? He said, um, congratulations, uh, Colin Kaepernick being signed on the Seahawks, and he didn't get signed. So you mean to tell me the guy that he ends up coming in for, Blaine Gabriel, who Chip Kelly decides to start over him, which everybody knew was a farce, he gets a job with the Arizona Cardinals as the backup. Ryan Fitzpatrick, the horrible Jets quarterback last year, who threw six picks in one game, and even though that was possible, Generally, after three or four picks, or four is me being generous, the the coach says, can I have your helmet, please? Because you're not going to go back at the game. But he threw six, and nobody said, can I have your helmet? He still gets a job. What did the Jets go? Five and then what last year? Five and 11 or four and 12? I, they didn't win in no more than five games, I don't think. He gets a job. Gino Smith, the guy who got his jaw rocked, who you who's supposed to have the spot, but got his shit rocked, so Ryan Fitzpatrick ended up starting. He gets a backup job for your man John Mara, who says there's too much backlash. Mind you, Odell Buckham is getting tattoos on his ass, and he's worried about backlash. <laughs> that comment is only Miles' comment. I don't know what's going on with Odell, but Odell. the tattoo... The ink on the cheeks, I don't know. It's Oh, it does look like he, but he, he would fit perfect on Empire. <laughs> Is there undertoning, underlying thing you're mentioning here? No, I'm just saying. He looks like he would be a perfect fit for Empire. You think he's a good actor? You like the head and shoulders and subway commercials? i never seen any of those. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So... It just doesn't make sense that Colin Kaepernick to this day doesn't have a contract. Mind you, he made the Super Bowl and has been to the playoffs. It's not like he's some... Some bum. Bum. The Texans got Tom Savage and Deshaun Watson. They couldn't roll a dice on freaking Colin Kaepernick. The Cleveland Browns got Deshaun Kaiser and what's the other guy's name? Um... Brock Osweiler, my man's too. I co-signed him going to the Texans, and he made me look like a schmuck. All season, made me look like a schmuck. <laughs> he had a few good games in Denver. I thought he was going to go to the Texans with DeAndre Hopkins, do some things. He did absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. I don't understand what happened over there. I don't understand like how, how Mike Vick got a second chance. He did jail time. Definitely did jail time. Now they're still with killed somebody when he was with junk driving. And still made it back to the NFL. Like, what's what's the joke? Greg Hardy's throwing his woman on guns, saying, "I'm gonna kill you with these." You can't you can't forget that part. Well, who Joe Nixon knocking white bitches out on camera? Getting he gets drafted, a second round pick. Getting drafted. <laughs> it was crazy. 
Kaepernick says, nah, I can't stand for the flag. Because I want to bring light to the injustices that my people are facing. That's Granted, right. I don't totally agree with all of his stance, but I still feel like he's bringing enough recognition to the Issue. issues that we're having right now. And I can't say that he's not bringing light what needs to be brought to light and what needs to be a discussion in the community right now. Because race is a big thing in this country right mm -hmm. now. And a lot of people are avoiding it or ignoring it or simply just want to keep things going the way they are. And Colin Kaepernick took the initiative and said, no, I see something is wrong going on here. It's against my people and we need to bring light to it and try to come to some kind of resolution and find a way that we could all coexist. Because we always sell that America is the land of the free, land of the opportunity. But at the same time, the people of color aren't getting the same opportunities that white people are getting. So that needs to be brought to the light. Granted, I think he should still vote, but that's his own personal preference. I can't say he's wrong or right. I'm just saying what I believe. But at the same time, he's still bringing enough coverage to what we need to be discussing right now. And Colin Kaepernick not being signed, it just doesn't make any sense. None. Somebody out there, out of these 30 owners, y'all probably have done worse than what he's doing. He's kneeling for the flag. Y'all probably got drunk driving. The Colts owner got caught with pills. The Tennessee owner was flipping the bird at the fans. Guys, we all deserve a second chance. Not even a second chance. We all deserve to make a, a freaking living out here. And he's a quarterback that can play in the NFL. Tim Tebow is playing minor league baseball and Colin Kaepernick is not signed. Come on, guys. Let's stop playing these games. On that note, let's go on to our next segment, Pass Day Prime. Yeah. Oh, on my back. Knew I shouldn't have played in that game yesterday. If only I listened to that little voice in my head. See? I told you so. I told you shouldn't have played in that damn game. You out here trying, trying to cook like Harden, trying to crab you like LeBron. Man, you are past your prime. And we're back. With our last segment, past their prime, this is where we discuss somebody who is past their prime, whether it be somebody in sports, pop culture, or just in general, somebody you feel like was in their prime, did something real well, and now is definitely past their prime. So I'm going to go first. It's going to be twofold, actually. We're going to celebrate a milestone, and then we're also going to discuss what's going on here. So, it's your boy E Money, and my pastor prime candidate this episode is the one and only, one of the greatest baseball players to play the game, one of the greatest right handers. He was my guy back in the Midwest. I didn't really root for him because, you know, Mets, I can't root for another team in the National League, but at the same time, we got to celebrate. Ninth player to do this ever, 600 home runs, Albert Pujols. The Dominicans going to hate me for this one. Albert Pujols, 600 home runs, first battle Hall of Famer. Oh, no. But at the same time, we got to oh, discuss what's going on here. Oh, no. Albert Pujols, he signed to the Los Angeles Angels back in 2012. And those five years since you've been there, you've made one all-star team. Your batting average has dipped from 340 to 299. Yo, 299 not bad, bro. It's not bad, but you made one all-star appearance. How many times have the Angels made the playoffs? There's a reason why you're shrugging. <laughs> <laughs> why are you throwing your hands up? You got the 10-year, $240 million contract. It's been five years in. You're on the back end of the contract. Albert, 
You got 600 home runs. You're probably going to get 3,000 hits. Once you get the 3,000 hits, I need you to pull the plug. Your time is up. You're not an everyday first baseman. You're a solid DH, not a great one. Solid. The Angels are going nowhere fast. Mike Trout is rotten out in Los Angeles. I think he may need to ask for a trade. Baseball in general, you guys are past their prime. I don't understand why you still allow pitchers to throw at hitters and no recommendation or the recommendation is the same as when the hitter charges the mound. Hunter Strickland, to, for lack of better words, you pussy. <laughs> I don't know what other word I could describe for that man. You hit Bryce Harper on purpose because he hit a home run against you. Two home runs against you and celebrating. You don't like celebration, which happened in the 2014 National League Division Series. And the Giants won the Super Bowl. Excuse World me. Series. World Series. The Giants won the World Series. So you're targeting him off of two home runs he hit three years ago. Three years ago. Come on, guys. MLB, Roger Manfred, commissioner of MLB, Major League Baseball. Enough is enough. Because Hunter Strickland is lucky that it was Bryce Harper and it wasn't somebody like Prince Field that I was waiting for him at the end of the game by the clubhouse. Bryce Harper, if you want to come to the Yankees, you know, I'm from the Bronx. I'm not a Yankee fan, but I'm from the Bronx. Your hands going to have to get better than that. You can't throw their hands and then turn your back. I don't understand what that was about. But at the same time, MLB, stop the madness. People shouldn't be allowed to throw 90 mile per hour fastballs at somebody because they didn't like the way they did something. Hunter <laughs> Strickland should be lucky that it was Bryce Harper that rushed the mound. Because if that was me, I would have gave him a four piece and I would have turned around. I would have just kept going. And I respect players like Prince Fielder that I say, you know what? I'm going to finish the game out, but we're going to have a heart to heart about what just, what just transpired. Hunter Strickland, if you really had an issue with the two home runs that he hit, one, throw a better pitch. Two, you could have easily pressed him after the game and rolled up on him. You're in the same stadium. Why would you wait three years after the fact and throw a pitch at him when he's expecting to actually compete in the game? And you throw a pitch at him because you're upset about what happened three years ago. Grow up. You're an adult. You're a professional baseball player. Throw better pitches if you don't want people to celebrate home runs. And he gets about, I believe it was six games versus Bryce Harper. No, he got four games and Bryce Harper got three. Six. Got six. No, no, he got six, Bryce Harper got four. Hunter Strickland got six, Bryce Harper got four. Bryce Harper's an everyday player. Hunter Strickland's a relief pitcher. He plays every now and then. What the hell is that about? Joe Torrey, what's up? I know you're in charge of these fines and these suspensions. Holla at these dudes. There's no reason for this. Come on, man. But Hunter Strickland and um, and guys who think like him, y'all need to be out of baseball. It needs to be like hockey where you're allowed to square up. If, if a pitcher hits the batter, they're allowed to square up for about two minutes. I think that hockey rule should go for all professional sports. Sometimes you got to box it out. I don't know if I don't know if we need that in basketball. No, certain people go want to box it we out do every need that single basketball. time. No, we need that in basketball because there's a lot of fake tough guys in basketball. There's a whole lot of fake tough guys. I could go on for... This should be my pet. You know what? Let me chill. Let me, let me chill. Let me chill. But there's a lot of fake tough guys in basketball that I want to see if they really if they really about that action. 
Okay. I hear that. But that's definitely my past day prime candidate. Albert Pujols, I love you. You're one of the greatest baseball players I've ever seen, but I don't foresee you winning the World Series with the Angels in the next five years. I don't foresee you getting any better. I don't foresee you getting any faster, any slipper. I just foresee you keep hitting these home runs, probably average about 28 to 30 home runs a year, high strikeouts. I think it's time, bro. You've given the game a lot. I respect you. I respect the talent that you are, but I think it's time for you to move on. Move on to some bigger and better things. I'll build pool holes. It's over, bro. I'm sorry. You you had 600 home runs and nobody even know about it. That's a, that's another problem with baseball. There were seven grand slams yesterday. Nobody even knows about it. Oh, I just found out. Like right now. <laughs> exactly. Seven grand slams on a Saturday night and baseball chose to not even market that. Edwin Volquez threw a no-hitter nobody even knows on the Miami Marlins. I, I heard about that one. That was, what, that was what the... Fourth or sixth one in modern history, something like that? Yeah. So, baseball, y'all got to do a better job of promoting the sport and wanting to get the youth out there to play because it's a very fun sport if you get into it. But if you're not marketing it and you're not bringing the stars to the forefront, nobody even knows what Mike Trout looks like. I know because I appreciate it, but the average person, if you ask them who Mike Trout is, they're going to be like, who is that? I don't know. They might think he's a fisherman because his last name is Trout and not a baseball <laughs> player. MLB, come on, man. Jump on the wave. It's time to promote the sport. Promote fantasy baseball. Promote the pitchers. Promote the hitters. Promote the flair in the game. Come on. Seven grand slams and nobody knows about it. Pujols gets 600 home runs and it's not a big deal. That should be all over the place. That's also Pujols' fault because he was, if he was still on the Cardinals, definitely would have been celebrated. But at the same time, the Cardinals didn't want to pony up on that cheese. So I respect it. Not going to lie. I saw the Pujols got... Um... 600 home runs, but I saw the red and white uniform and, and, thought, and, thought, and thought he was still in the Cardinals. Exactly. See? <laughs> See? When you think of Albert Pujols, you think of St. Louis. You don't think of Los Angeles, um, Angels, and Anaheim. <laughs> I don't even know why they made that that name, but they need to do something because it's not looking good out there. It's Dodger Central when you go to South California. But that's my past day prom candidate. We're going to move on to Slime's past day prom candidate, and he's going to let us know what's up. My past, his prom candidate, is, well, he's an L.A. legend. He's hated in, in New York. He goes by the name of Derek Fisher. D. Fish. I'm not sure if anyone is aware, but he got arrested last night for a possible DUI after the car crash. Now, Derek Fisher, I don't know what you been going, what's, what's been going on. First, I'm not going to say you stole Matt Barnes' ex-wife, but it's kind of suspect. Like, if you was married and he was married when y'all was both playing for the Lakers, was you eyeing his shorty the whole time? Like, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not really sure how that went down. But suddenly, after you're single and he's single, you're, you're with shorty. I don't know. You're playing, you're, playing, you're playing stepfather to his kids. He driving Sacramento to L.A. to wash you up. And then you pressing charges? Like, come on, fam. I know you started that. Anyway, though, you need to stop being in the news for all this all this negativity. I don't understand it. You've made millions. You play in the NBA for twenty plus years. Why don't you get a driver? If I live in LA and I've played for twenty plus years in the NBA, I'm not driving. I'm gonna hire a driver, and he's gonna be part of the budget. Stop being stingy. 
Y'all make enough money to get a driver from when y'all go out in the streets. Or if y'all don't, y'all got enough money to get the Uber XL or whatever y'all got to do to get back home. Lyft, Uber, what, 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 whatever. Like, bro, come on. Why are you behind the wheel? You, where are you in a rush to? You're not coaching. He was, he was in a rush home to get the box, probably. To, to, get, the, to get, Matt, get Matt Barnes' old box. That's what he was, he was in a rush home to get. Well, I hope it was worth it. Nah, I mean, ask him if he's in jail right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he didn't, oh, he didn't even post bail? Oh, no, I might, I might just be talking <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, he was arrested. I see, I see, I see. I got you, man. But um, those are our past day prime candidates. Thank you for listening to another episode of Past Day Prom. It's your boy E Money. Follow me at EA Sports 718. Follow the podcast at Past Day Prom on Twitter, Past Day Prom 5 on Instagram. If you want to give us any questions or any insight on the episode, hit us up on our email, pastdayprom5 at gmail.com. And I'm going to kick it off to my some slime right now. Um, slime M.914 on Twitter. And snap, holla at me. Holla at your boys in another episode. Till next time, here we go.